Mr. Lawler, I've offered this man a lot of money to do this, okay? Because it's worth it to me. However, I don't care if I end up penniless. I don't care if I have to spend my life savings. I will see to it that you end up in the hospital for one week, Mr. Lawler. Do you understand me? <laughs> I need me a Japanese. Hello there, folks. Welcome to We Don't Know Wrestling, the most unprofessional professional wrestling podcast on the interwebs. I am Sam, and joined, as I am every week, by Tanner. Tanner, how are you? How are you? I'm doing pretty fantastic this week. Just, just a good week in general. That's good. It's always good to have some of those, uh, one of those weeks. Yeah, I guess it's just been my week. You, it's been your week. Yeah, it's been my week. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, and we have a special guest this week. We are joined by the one and only Chris Zellner. How are you? I'm doing good, but you know, I just thought of something. As you did the intro to this show, you introed yourself, and I just thought I never intro myself on my shows. <laughs> Maybe I need to start doing that. I just I guess I automatically assume that everybody knows who I am. <laughs> Maybe I need to start introing myself because I just like, uh, hello everyone and welcome to Between the Sheets, uh, blah blah blah. Or it's not blah blah. My guest tonight. <laughs> so, so I guess from now on I need to start introducing myself for those people who do not know who they're listening to. Well, I, I work at a place where it's very important that people introduce themselves beforehand. Otherwise, it gets real confusing real quick who's talking. Oh, yeah. So I just make sure I say it up front and uh, maybe they'll remember, hopefully. So, yeah, you never introduce yourself. I've never noticed. Uh, yeah, I just not th- – I was like, wait a minute. Because I, you know, I don't do a whole lot of guest spots, but uh, I'm like, <laughs> well, damn, I don't ever introduce myself. <laughs> I guess I've your never noticed either, are... but I mean, to <laughs> be guess... fair, your your descriptions always says Chris, so it yeah. always, you know, Chris Zellner, it, it, it evens themselves out. I guess your I, guest spot days are done. I guess you're always, I, you're hosted. I guess I need no introduction, maybe, I don't know, but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I guess I, I, I will from now on. I will, I want to thank you, Sam, for, uh, for making me see that I need to start introducing myself, so. I, yeah. I think that's another indirect sheety for us. If I'm not mistaken. (laughs) (laughs) So are you guys claiming frame movement sheeting? Is that what it is? Absolutely we are. Absolutely. (laughs) At the very least, I am. I don't know about Tanner, but I've claimed it um, at least halfway. Okay. You split up in thirds. (laughs) Frey gets his own little quarter. Yeah. We'll get ours. There you go. Yeah. That's how it works. (sighs) Sheeties, what a time that was. I'm actually really excited now for next year because I didn't know that they were happening this year. Yeah, it just you know came out the blue, and now that you know there's one and done, uh, you get a full year's worth of stuff now to go through. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to try to defend all my awards I won next year. Oh, <laughs> that, how that works? You defend them? <laughs> I guess in this in this awards you do. <laughs> <laughs> Now everyone's going to be taking cheap shots at one another. It's going to get real dirty towards the end there. Yeah. I can feel it. I can feel shoot week coming a little bit early this year. <laughs> oh, this is shoot, shoot year already. What are you talking about? 
People are going to start claiming she's in July. It's going to be great. <laughs> Frey still keeps linking his Triple H article. I think he wants it to win two she's in a row <laughs> for, for best article. He's trying to – there was like – if I'm not mistaken, there, there's like – I know for sure there's been some artists that's won Grammys, multiple Grammys in multiple years for the same album, you know, or something, or a song off that album. So, yeah, it ha- it's happened. He's going to probably try to – he'll rewrite it. And just add, like, all the stuff that happened this week into it yeah. and put it back out. Yeah. Won't even change the link. Pretty much just edit the article. Yeah, just edit the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, what a time. That's, that's, that's Frey being an SEO genius. You know? You know, you know I've already – I met him once already at the, the last Ring of Honor show in Atlanta, and he's coming here uh, to my town along with the Hale family uh, – this Friday night to see AJ Styles and Jimmy Rave. So that's going to be an interesting uh, experience to have myself, Frey, and Dylan and his whole crew in the same building at the same time. I want to need a selfie. <laughs> okay. Well, I try not to put my uh, my own pictures out there online, so it may not happen. I'm very private that way, I guess. <laughs> Let me keep that low profile. See, I wasn't aware when I started entering the internet wrestling world that I was supposed to have, you know, a pen name. I was supposed to just lie about everything, not show my face, and just make it very hard to find me. And I messed it up completely. <laughs> well, you know, I there's some people that take it to a lot of extremes, and I understand why. Like my, my good buddy Cubs fan, uh, runs Lucha Blog, uh, when he's been shown like on television when at the Lucha shows, like at the anniversary show last year, he's like very nervous about trying to put his hat over his head to cover his face. So he can't be seen, you know, and Hey, I respect him for that, but I mean, I haven't gone that route yet. I mean, I, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I heard, I had somebody tweet me the other day. So like, you're one of these wrestling fans that, you know, don't want to have pictures of yourself online. I was like, well, that's my decision. So he was he was giving me and Bix both shit about uh, how we don't have pictures of ourselves as our avatar or something like that. And this is some dude that's got he's from New York and he's his his Twitter avatar is him flexing his muscles. Nice. So uh, I'm like, okay, bro, whatever. You know, I don't really <laughs> give a shit what you think. But uh, I just thought that was hilarious. I just out of the blue. Oh, you're one of those types. Okay. I'm not against showing my face. I just don't do it. Like, I don't see the point. So I can send that picture of you out to the... No, you cannot. (laughs) For various reasons. (laughs) Well, various reasons we can get to at the end of the year. Okay. You know, one thing we can say about about Frey is he has embraced the selfie to a whole new level. And it's to a fact where he, he is known now for the way he stance the way he does his head that certain way i've seen people tweet him about that said that he takes like the perfect selfies hell it was mentioned on the it was mentioned on the sheedy awards you know <laughs> during the show whenever when he uh when they were talking about his victory it's uh hugh little was talking about how you know he, he he has that certain way he cocks his head that he just takes the best selfies he does and he's lost a ton of weight i would be selfieing it up if i've lost that much weight yeah props to him yeah yeah Shout out to Frey. <laughs> yeah. 
We gave him the rub once. <laughs> he's, he's been <laughs> on the show <laughs> one or two times. When he was just a mere 300 followers. <laughs> now he's a superstar. Yep. He got that Reddit bump as well, but, you know, we don't like to talk about that. <laughs> oh, Reddit, uh, I tell you. I, Reddit, what a strange place. Oh, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, you, if you just go to the wrestling parts, you know, that's not nearly as wild as some of the other parts of Reddit. Oh, God. Like, no. I remember the, the early days of Reddit was just the. Oh, Lord, it was successful. Freaks. And so, it's still there. It's just a more hidden now. Yeah. Yeah. But Reddit was wild when you know when it first started. I wouldn't even go there. Shit, I, I feel like I need to shower after I got off of Reddit, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure we spent, like, a half a semester just following the progress of the Red Pill subreddit. Yeah, which is which uh, is a little vile and probably shouldn't look at it. But uh, you did that for a college course? No, we didn't do it for a course. It was we were just in a club and we got and got bored. Oh, it was it was a comedy club, oh, and okay. we were just like, you know, what are these deranged people doing these days? And they were they were just going about their lives as if they were normal. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Go. Go search it and tell me what you think, Tanner. I'm really interested in your thoughts. We may do that at, at, towards the end of the show because there's actually some wrestling stuff that's happened this week that we should pro- probably touch on. Maybe. Tell me more, Tanner. Tell me more. Uh, cheeseburger being the most over foreigner New Japan has ever bought in. That's Let me talk about that. a big story. I think it's an undervalued story of the week. <laughs> according uh, yeah. to yeah, according to phrase, the best of the top three wrestling in the world right now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean. If you can't get into Cheeseburger, like I've said before, you have no soul. I mean, the guy is so rootable, and it's just so fun to watch that it just – there's no way that you, you – if you watch it, you can't get behind the guy. And I know there's some people online that don't, and they're actual friends of mine. And I've debated them, but it – because they think it exposes the business and it's silly and blah, blah, blah. No, it's fun. Wrestling's supposed to be fun, and – Cheeseburger's fun. I mean, you cannot watch a cheeseburger match and not smile or have a good time. You know, it's just, it's ridiculous. I know a certain, certain person, and I will name names, Alan Blackstock. Is, <laughs> I'll let you do is, that, not me. <laughs> is, a, is a curmudgeon when it comes to the cheeseburger. Uh, what amazes me about cheeseburger is how over he is now just with fans from various parts of the country here, also in Japan and also with wrestlers. Oh yeah. And that just blows my mind. I'm just imagining Fujiwara putting that brother over in the back. <laughs> and do your stash. I mean, got a he, he, after the Rambo, after the Rambo, he's just like, I want to work with cheeseburger tomorrow. <laughs> and that's how we got what we got. Liger loves him, Tanahashi loves him, you know, all the New Japan guys love him to death. I mean, he's... I hope they he, bring him in for Best of the Super Juniors, and I'm not even kidding. <laughs> it, it would be interesting, but I think the cheese, you know, Cheeseburger's appeal is working against the big guys. I didn't want anything else. So, if they bring him in, they need to put he's, him against... 
like, he's like 125 big, pounds. He's, he's like a big guy. <laughs> I mean, everybody's a big guy compared to Cheeseburger. I'm talking about the big, the big, the big, big guys. Like, uh, <laughs> put him against, uh, oh God, you know, bad luck. Put him in there against him. Let him, let those two work against each other. You know, something like that. You know, give him the Aka, bring in Akabona. Wouldn't that be a, wouldn't that be fun? I'd fly him to like Japan a... if somebody booked Akibono versus Cheeseburger. <laughs> Ryzen. <laughs> yes. Yes, Ryzen. Oh, my God. Please. It's going to be a shoot. But, yeah, I mean, uh, it, the Cheeseburger match that was on, uh, I think, the last first-run Ring of Honor television show of, of 2015, the 10-man tag, where everybody just put him over, even though they still whipped his ass, they put him over, you know, selling for him and bumping for him on the show days. And then after the match, everybody going over to shake his hand one by one. It's just fantastic. I mean, it, it's just fantastic to watch. And he better damn work the Atlanta Ring of Honor show in a couple of weeks because he, he hasn't worked the first two. He did announcing on the first one. I, his ass better be in a match or I'll be disappointed. I want a refund. I think if Styles isn't working the show, you have to bring on Cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. I mean... And, and that's a good segue, too, I guess, you know, talking about style. So I'll let you guys uh, dive into that. Oh, yeah, there's been stuff with him this week. So supposedly, uh, according to rumors, and anybody correct me if I'm wrong because I'm, you know, bound to be, that uh, Styles, Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows, and Shinsuke Nakamura have turned in, essentially have handed in their notice to New Japan. Uh, leaving at various times. Styles I've, is already out the door. Uh, and then the other three supposedly right behind them. And the big going rumor is uh, they're all going down to Orlando or, you know, the main roster. Nobody really knows. And it's it's kind of fun to, to just be fantasy booking, essentially. I've seen so many people fantasy booking shit that normally don't fantasy book stuff. And it's just been real interesting. What? Yeah. What's also helped out that WWE is playing along with everything. Oh yeah, it's, on their I mean, on their it's website. Not even, like I mean, you have Valor tweeting out stuff. You have Samoa Joe. You have a Tommy. I mean, you have Joey Styles doing God's work on you know dot com. <laughs> just you know, just oh, getting everybody all fired up. If I do say so myself, and it's whew, it's some good stuff. Trademark infringement. Uh, well, uh, me and Frey have discussed this. We're both from Alabama, and it's kind of like in the creed of Alabama. So I can say in the creed. It. Yeah. That, okay. The Alabama creed okay. well, always remain Ty, fired up. Tommy Rich, was, Tommy Rich was saying fired up in Georgia in 1978. We'll see. So, I wasn't born until 95. So that I, was born, I wasn't born until 79, but still fired up <laughs> was in Georgia before it was in Alabama. <laughs> well, the university of Get Alabama right, got set on fire during the civil war in the 1800s. So I can, Atlanta got burnt down during the Civil War. <laughs> Listen, the university, I've been to the university in Atlanta, and I'm more of a resident of the university, so that applies to me the most. <laughs> yeah, they burnt the whole city down. <laughs> well, you know, I can't help it. Sherman and his boys come in there and burn it down, like uh, I guess Triple H is trying to do in New Japan, if you could say that. But uh so what do you guys I, think is happening with the whole situation? Like it's just bizarre that this is happening so quick. Well, I mean, it it, it it was interesting that all this came out the same day Triple H is announcing more tour dates. You know, for the NXT tour, I mean, they're going nationwide. Yeah. And in doing that, they need names. 
just, you know, to sell tickets. And Especially we def- running multiple shows in the same area. Yeah. And, you know, if what, what we, you know, read about Styles Nakamura, maybe not even going there at all and going, you know, straight to the main roster, you, you'll still have Doc and Ga- uh, Doc and Carl going, mm-hmm. you know. So that's two two good guys to go over there. And there's probably going to be more. Uh, Rocky Romero, I'm pretty sure, is on his way, probably in a trainer role, but I'm sure they'll probably have him working some, too. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Tama Tonga didn't end up over there for said and done. Uh, and, you know, who knows who else? But, I mean, they, they need to add these type of guys to, you know... Th- they're going to run split crews, essentially. I would think you're going to, they're going to have the, the touring NXT crew and they're going to have the Florida crew on their own to still run yeah. Florida because you got to have, you got to have, you know, stuff for your developmental guys to go. I mean, to do. So they're yeah. going to want that line of who goes where, you know, because your developmental guys are going to need to work against some of, some of your veterans. So you got, you just got to walk that fine line there. But I, I don't, I mean, they're not done. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's going to be more names coming down the line. This is the fact that this happens, you know, New Japan contracts come up every January. Yeah. And that's just the timing of it. You know, it's time, it was time to get it done. And AJ Styles, at this point of his career, physically and age-wise, this is the time to make the move. If he was ever going to do it, he needed to do it now. So, and Nakamura, you know, he's always wanted to conquer America. Um, I remember back in the old, when he was in Inoki Dojo, you know, years ago, when I was doing Japan stuff, Japan news, he always would talk about, you know, wanting to become a star in America. So, I mean, but that was more of MMA and stuff like that at that time. But, I mean, that dream is there. So, and he is, he's going to be interesting to to see how they, what they do with him. Yeah. Because he has that unique charisma right now. And it's just character is just so right that they got to do something to keep that going on and not try to change him too much. If NXT is going to be a bigger arena act, I think that's a great place for him. But I don't know. I don't think you can contain Nakamura in full sale. Does that make sense? Well, that's what, and, and that's what you know. It's said is that that that's probably going to be fast tracked already to main roster. The hand styles are going up, and which they don't they don't need NXT. I mean, those guys are no. two of the best in the world. Oh no, totally agree. I just I'm in that mindset, and I guess it's a very WWE mindset. I just I can't see a place for Styles. I can see fits in. I, I mean, obviously, because I mean he's AJ Styles. I just don't see a place for Shinsuke, and I, you know I'm probably totally wrong. And well, I would love Shinsuke on the main roster. I just don't see a place for him. Well, I mean, yeah, and, and God knows that the booking has been extremely questionable, you know, in the recent past. So who's to say when they get up, if they go up there, they're not going to be totally misused? Yeah, because they probably will if it, if if the certain powers that be are going to be in charge, which they are. So, I don't know. It's a lot of speculation, but it's just, it's an exciting time. You got to think, this is like if the internet was around in 1984 
when, you know, Vince did the original talent raid, you know, and guys like Piper and Hogan and um, Dr. D. Davis Schultz and guys like that were making the jumps. Gene Okerlund, you know, quitting promotions and making the jump over there. It's like that, you know, it's, it's kind of like that now. It's, it's, it's a fun time, man. We haven't had this in a long time. Since, yeah, uh, like since WWF WCW days, you know, when they were going to war against each other. You know, Mexico, this happened, this happened every week, you know, when the promotions were really hot and heavy in war with each other. But, I mean, yeah, it, it's we haven't had it in so long that it's just fun to watch. And what it's going to do is it's going to have to force groups like Ring of Honor to start trying to get new people instead of having to rely on the same old people in New Japan as well. Yeah, I was about to say, it's going to force New Japan's hand to do something. I mean, yeah. And who's to say, I still believe before it's said and done, Okada's going to be over here. You know, it definitely wasn't going to be now because he's champion, but... He came damn close when 2013 it was. Yeah, I mean, he's already been to TNA, but which, you know, I it mean, is... That, we all know <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and, you know, he was already there for SummerSlam and all that stuff was going on there. So before it's said and done, I'm sure he'll be over here. But yeah, New Japan's definitely got to get on the ball, man. They got to start pushing new stars. I mean, that's why I'm surprised right now. I mean, New Japan has, like, their – granted, they're not major players, but, like, they're sending – Tanaka Komatsu to CMLL. You have yeah. all of Suzuki Gun over in Noah. Supposedly, you got Kojima, Tenzan, Nakanishi, and Nagata going over to All Japan. I mean, those guys are like, may, you know, are always on the cards. Like, what, what are you going to do? And then you're losing, you know, Bullet Club, or you're losing Styles, Anderson, Gallows, and Nakamura. I mean, something's going to have to happen. Like, you can't run, you know, five match cards. Well, the foreigner, yeah, the foreigner situation is definitely changing, and this is where their Ring of Honor relationship is going to come into play. Is you're going to see more Ring of Honor guys going over, I guess, to be the you know the foreigner backup, yeah. and it also helps Ring of Honor. It's like, hey, you know, if they they talk the guys that they're trying to bring in, it's like, listen, you know, if you want to go to New Japan and work, you know, come with us, and you pretty much have a sure guarantee that you'll be going over there, you know, every so often. So, I mean, it, it's going it, it's going to work out for Ring of Honor more than, you know, New Japan. I mean, yeah, maybe the same same way, but they're married to each other right now. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to see what happens. As far as, you know, CMLO goes, Komatsu Tanaka, are, uh, it's going to be interesting to see both of them there because originally one was supposed to go to America, one was supposed to go to Mexico. They're yeah. both going to Mexico. Yep. And they're both going to have these, you know, new gimmicks of uh, Eugene and Raijin, the weather gods. And, um, and we'll, we'll see how it goes. Kamatachi, I guess, is staying over because he's not on the uh, Fantastic Mania tour, which that yeah. was really interesting to see. Cause that I was, was interesting that- to me, but I kind of think maybe we're getting swerved. Like, I could totally see him coming during one of the Fantastic Mania shows under a mask or something. I don't know. I think February, whenever they announce the February tour lineups, if he's not on them, then yeah, it's going to he's he's in Mexico for a little while longer. I yeah, I'd be surprised if they announced him for February if they, I think this was the period and if they don't since they didn't announce him here, 
I don't know when he's coming back, if he's coming back. He may end up being like Okamura and just stay. <laughs> Maybe him and Okamura became pals, and he's like, you're going to be the guy now who's going to do this. You're going to just be in CMLL and do your thing, and you can create that relationship. I mean, if he doesn't come back, I mean... I mean, he's lost, like, every major match over the past year, and he's still super over. Don't get me wrong, just... It's just yeah, weird. It's, uh, considering where he's, how he's pushed. I mean, yeah. he's still pushed as a mid-card guy in a lot of ways. But he's had some high-profile matches, you know, that's, you know, helped him get over among the fans. But, that you know, that whole place is just a... It's its, its own little world anyway. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that, that, you know, you... The, the deal with Kamatsu Tanaka is, you know, normally the excursions last about a year, maybe two. So we'll see how they're portrayed there and who they're in line with. You know, they could be aligned with Kamatachi Nokomura, which that's a natural deal, but I don't know. My question is, I guess, what's the Dragon League going to be doing post Mantascomania? Because I remember there were being talks that he was going to be staying in New Japan for a little bit. Well, Sama was the original one. That, yes. That was the plan on both sides until uh, he changed plans <laughs> on his own terms. <laughs> uh, and that's Thank another you, guy. Gonna, Triple H. <laughs> and that's another guy that's going to be interested to see how, what happens with him in NXT. But, uh, yeah. Y- yeah, it's. Uh, there's nobody right now that. It's definite to stay for the, the full year like Mascara Dorada did. And of course, Dorada's coming back mm-hmm. after the, the tour to come back. Yeah, because they're know, billing it home. as his final New Japan match. Yeah, so he's coming back home. So the you know the the rumored guy that that well not I wouldn't say rumor but the guy that is considered a favorite right now if they do that is Carbonario, uh, oh. even over Dragon Lee. Uh, I don't think Dragon Lee wants to stay in Japan for a full year. Yeah. And I, I really can see Cavanario sure. doing that with the the best of the Super Junior shows he or tour he did over the summer. And Dragon Lee, I mean he his it, he's very tight with the family and stuff like that. I, you know, of course his brothers are Russian, Mister Go To, and his dad yeah. is pair off right now. So I don't think he wants to be away. Yeah, I really don't. Hey, that's fair. That's fair. And plus, he's still so young. I mean, he's very he has young. time for that. I mean, he's my age. He still has time. If he ever wanted to go to New Japan for a year, it could happen. I mean, he's 21. I mean, hopefully he lives to see my age. Oh, you, <laughs> so. you know, some of those bumps he's taken. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Becoming questionable. Running into Becoming the barricade head first every week. Oof. Make you cringe. Just taking Kamatachi's dropkick from the outside. Well, luckily, landing out snack. Yeah, luckily, he doesn't do all that stuff every week. You know. Yeah, I mean... But, yeah, I understand what you're saying, no doubt. I mean, even doing that once a month, that's a that's a, that's a a pretty big bump to take. Yeah. So, it's going to be interesting to see post-Fantastic Mania how things shake out. There's, yeah, there's a lot of moving and shaking right now. Everyone's kind of shifting places. Shinron versus Jeff Hardy as opposed to on TNA Oh, God, TNA, TNA, oh, my Lord, I watch. I always watch TNA when they do these silly reboots and returns and stuff like that. What number are we on? Oh, God. 80. <laughs> and um, I watched that piece of shit last night. And 
it's just amazing to me. Every, I mean, I made the comment on Twitter that everything on that show just seemed like 2006 WWE. And then fucking Bram goes out there and actually says this is the year 2006 in a promo. So <laughs> it, it confirmed my deal. But I mean, what do you, you look at the, the opening stuff, the opening promo, the tired authority figure, protagonist, all that shit. I mean, God, if I, it, it, if I was booking TNA, the first match last night should have been a match with your your best guys that you know would have the best match on the show, whoever it would be that's there. Put them out there, let them go ten to fifteen, and just get start off with a bang. Not go out there and do a, a ten minute opening promo, a shitty brawl, shitty match, then do another ten to fifteen minute promo. I mean, it, it's. They're a lost cause, and it's amazing to me how the, the, the pop executives fell for DC Carter's uh, total bullshit about how they they can bring them in three million viewers a week. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. They want they won't bring in three million viewers in six months, much less a week. I mean, they did what two hundred twenty five thousand last night. All right, yeah. that's total viewers. That's less than what they did on Destination America on their last show on a network that's on fewer homes than pop. Yep. <laughs> it's amazing yeah. to me. TNA, TNA it, it is the cockroach of professional wrestling. It just won't die. Yep. But according to a certain website, a mecca, if you will, Oh, they God. may get a 10-second ad read during the Super Bowl, because that's something yeah. they'll do. <laughs> the real game changer. That's Every real time I read that, I almost shit myself. I cannot believe that goes through somebody's mind. It's, and, oh, man, it, it, the Mecca is just full of complete losers. I mean, they're really I, I think they're all working gimmicks. There's no way that's real. <laughs> uh, well, no way. you would hope so, but I, that, believe me. I, I, I've seen a lot of stuff on Facebook, you know, just regular people, how they act. I mean, there's a lot of stupid people in the world. We got to, you got to take that consideration. There is a lot of stupidity, a oh, lot of gullible. We live in the South. I know. Oh, <laughs> a... Well, yeah. But, and it, it, it's just the South, brother. It's everywhere. But oh, well, yeah. It's just, it's amazing to me. I mean, how there are people, and God bless them for being so loyal to, to to that, but it's just amazing how uh, how blind these people are. They just yeah. they don't want to see they don't want to see the truth. Like what an odd hill to die on. <laughs> yeah, and then the best thing about last night to me, the best thing was they ran that five minute promo for Shit's Creek, which is a show I've never watched, but I like a lot of people that's on it, and I think it, it I think it's a funny show from what I was looking at. But that show is way over your average TNA fan's head. I mean, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara are, you know, from that, that Christopher Guest style of film and, and stuff like that, that improv style. T- most of your TNA fan base's idea of comedy is Larry the Cable Guy. So, I mean, <laughs> it's way over their head. So, of course, let's air a five-minute commercial before our main event. You know, and just basically kill the momentum, whatever, if you would call it momentum. <laughs> I was about to say, momentum. what momentum did they have? If you would call it that, and then, you know, go right into the main event. I mean, just terrible. 
And there's some shitty ass shows on that network too, from the commercials I saw. I mean, I, it was. I think that network was better when they were just showing TV listings. When it was a TV guy channel, <laughs> I really do. Uh, I mean, Jesus I, Christ! Who likes some of these shows on some of these? I mean, God damn! There are some horrible reality shows on these networks, man. And it's not just on that one. They were plugging these other shows too on these other shitty channels. It's like. <laughs> It's amazing to me how these shows get greenlit. It's amazing to me what work environment people will put themselves in for money. And, like, so, I mean, TNA has talented workers. Don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. Just, like, I, after all the shit, like, I don't know. I couldn't imagine how much. Storm. Yeah. I mean. I was surprised about after all these people went to NXT that we talked about earlier, how many, how much part of the story was, well, there's an offer on the table from TNA, and they were about to take it, but then they got more money, and it's going this way. Especially the Carl Anderson thing. Like, I read that and was, of course, I mean, we'll never, I guess we'll never know if he was using that for leverage, perhaps, but that just seems mind-boggling to me to leave. I mean, he he had an office position at New Japan, like, come on. My, my, the James Storm thing is, you know, it's so interesting to me that, you know, Ryan Satin reported earlier today on a pro wrestling sheet about how uh, James Storm, you know, took more money to go back to TNA and what NXT was offering him. And, hey, more power to him. I understand. You know, you go where the money's at. But yeah, a guy sure. like him, a guy like him that has been in that shithole for that whole run, because he's been there since 2002. Yeah, during that whole, whole run, and you have a chance to you know work NXT or you know just just be somewhere different. I would have been on the, the first train out of there, you know. But you come back, and and he cut a great promo last night. The, the Hollister show, the Hollister show last night, were two promos: his promo and Mike Bennett's debut promo. But uh, I mean, it's just yeah, I, mean, I would have been long gone. And Mike Bennett and Maria, I hey I. I understand why they went over. Um, I guess Maria probably still has heat with some people in WWE. So TNA would have been the natural spot, but I just think they're going to get uh, ruined there with this whole miracle gimmick. I just don't I don't see it working. Was there no offer on the table from Ring of Honor, or did they just think this was the right move for them? I think, oh, TNA's paying more than Ring of Honor is, I would think. I would... But how long? Well, my I, my question would be: Is this going to be guaranteed for a long amount of period of time? I have no right. idea. I mean, it, it's a I don't know, and I don't know if TNA is going to allow him to still work in New Japan or what. So we'll see. I mean, far be it for me to ever think that TNA will die, but it always feels like it's close. It always feels I mean, like somebody's it's close. still pouring pouring money into it. I mean, should have been there last year. Yeah. Fredda did not die I mean, last Sam year. Sam and I had, a, we went four hours last year in May about, it was like, oh, TNA, you know, come October, they're done. And, you know, here we are in January talking about TNA again. New network. What a time. Yeah, <laughs> another new network. Jesus Christ. And then Rover is now alluding that they're going to be canceled again soon. Well... Yeah, well, the, look at those great ratings they got last night. Yeah, I mean, oh, if, you're, if you're promising somebody three million and you don't even get a tenth of that, like, 
It's going to drop before you can go back up again, probably. Because and they do the fucking up. pay-per-view Friday night! Yeah. And they did not build to it at all, from my understanding. No, they just show commercials, and it's going to be a $15 pay-per-view with nothing, you know? Nothing announced. Oh, hold on, there is one... Wait, did they have... The uh, Galloway oh, yeah, they, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, Galloway... Galloway Angle versus the Wolves versus uh, Eli Drake and Jesse from Big Brother. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I'm confused. I thought it was... Or did I mishear that? No. Galloway Angle versus the Wolves and then no, Eli Drake. Galloway. Galloway Angle. Yeah, Galloway Angle versus the Wolves. Mm-hmm. Versus... And then... Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's a, it's a triple threat tag team match. It's a triple threat. I, okay, I read the sign completely wrong. It's a three-way. Yeah, I thought it was Eli Drake versus Gotts. That's stupid. Yep. And then no. Angle versus Galloway is on next week's Impact. Yeah, which could be which could be decent, but like, is Angle who's going to know? Another guy, Drew Galloway, man, who is so awesome. Yeah, you know, outside. I have to figure he's just doing that for play money because he still gets to do all his independence. Like I imagine that's just like, oh yeah, I'm. 15 minutes away from headquarters or whatever. Well, it's sure. kind of like, okay, it's kind of like when De Niro does these, you know, shitty-ass movies, you know, basically he does it for the payday to help him be able to do movies that are, you know, are less money but better roles. Will Smith does that shit, too. He's yeah. even admitted it, you know. He does, like, the big-time commercial flops that pays him so he can do the artsy films, you know, for cheaper. So, I mean, that's what I guess that's what it is. It's a sacrifice he makes. Yep. God bless him. Because God knows of all, you know, ain't, ain't paying the bills. So, they all paying big money. That WWE money. <laughs> yeah, which is funny. Worse for, <laughs> worse for them and TNA, so. <laughs> uh, I remember when Gabe was trying to get over the TNA and Evolve relationship. Oh, God, God during the whole Davey Richards thing? Uh, what a weird time that, that was. was. Real odd. And then Triple H comes swooping in. Yeah, and then Richards no-showed uh, when he was supposed to work Thatcher. That was yeah. the whole thing. Daddy, is that what happened? Yeah. He didn't no-show, but uh, he didn't work Thatcher the next night. Or he was supposed to work Thatcher, it just never happened. Yeah, good old Daddy Triple H comes swooping in the same yeah. day. And notice how he hasn't been booked since, so... No, good on Paul. Well, good on Paul. Well, n- that's no big loss. <laughs> I mean, I'm True. not complaining. Yeah, nobody's crying. The David Richards, yeah. David Richards isn't book anymore. Luckily, we have Paul to save the Indies, so <laughs> yeah. <be> all right. <laughs> Imagine thinking he's going to kill it. <laughs> he's just trying to. He's just trying to raise them all up. He's trying to raise them all up. Yeah, there's going to be so, aff- affiliates for NXT. It's going to be like the little, uh, you know. Maybe that's going to be the Florida crew. Who knows? I that would be what I would do. I'd put you know Sal and Gabe in charge of Florida, you know, and and let them use the Evolve guys and developmental guys and stuff like that. Definitely, might as well. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. you got to have somebody on these Florida shows. You're not going to sell tickets if there's nobody on them. Yeah, and there's yeah. there's going to be nobody on these Florida shows, especially when you're running Chicago the same day. So, I mean, who knows? In regard, in regard, and in regard, Mike Bennett, 
you know, back to him real quick. He's seen the writing on the wall with guys that resign Ring of Honor. All they do is job. I mean, look at look at the track it's record. True. Yeah, I mean, I guess the Bucks haven't had enough time to job yet, even though they shit, they already did. They jobbed at the pay per view, the, the All Night Express, and I mean, not not you know t- technically, but they were in the match. They didn't win. <laughs> well. I mean, yeah, but Roddy's oh, yep. got the TV belt now, but he did his share of jobs. Got in those moves. Well, Roddy's yeah, done his fair share of jobs for you know a decade over there. Yeah, I mean, Moose did job, you know, did jobs and got you know his push devalued. I mean, yeah, I mean that's what happens when you resign Ring of Honor. You start jobbing and you get back in. Gotta devalue you. Yep. Make sure you don't leave when your contract's up. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, that's why I couldn't imagine someone. I mean, one party in particular I'm really interested about right now is Red Dragon. I'm interested to see what they do. Cause like, do they resign with Ring of Honor? Like, and there supposedly TNA's on the table, which would just again baffle my fucking mind. So I mean, real interesting. Well, or do, maybe Triple H. Who knows? TNA. Uh, Red Dragon Davies there, so I could see that appealing to Kyle, you know, and Bobby to go back and work with Davey and Eddie, but. Ugh. No, no. If if uh, no, I if I had to choose, that would be the last on the list. You know, even below Ring of Honor, at least Ring of Honor would still let them do the New Japan stuff. Yeah, and supposedly in the PWG stuff. I mean, Kyle was a yeah, and PWG. That's another big deal. Yeah. Yep. Totally. You know, um, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out. No doubt. Let's see uh, what they end up doing. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of guys this year just, like, well, lethal. making moves. Lethal's up. You know, he's a champion. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to ha- I mean, hell, when Briscoe – correct me if I'm getting the situation wrong, but didn't Briscoe just leave a couple of years ago when his contract was up as champ? And that's how they – that's why they put the strap on Cole? Uh, I cannot remember how that worked. But, I mean, his contract was just up this year. And, you know, they came back. And when they came back, what happened? Jay Briscoe started a job, you know, which their deal is, you know, they were trying to say that, you know, they were being lowballed by TNA, which who knows they might have been. But all that stuff that happened in the past, the the, uh, the homophobic stuff, I think that still was haunting them. So, I don't know. I don't know, but it, 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 yeah, Lethal, like I said, Lethal's up. Elgin's a free agent. He's not with anybody right yeah, and now. El- and Elgin's been doing these uh, these sneaky indie shows since probably September. Yeah, but I think Elgin loves New Japan right now. I think New Japan loves him, so oh, yeah, totally. I don't see him going to any. He's probably taking shit right now. He's yeah. been wanting to get there for years, finally over there, and... He got the reaction he had always essentially dreamed of, so I can't imagine. And he's working how Elgin should be working in New Japan as well. And he's in PWG as well, so he's got that going for him again too. Yeah, Ring of Honor making him do a PWG was huge for Ring of Honor. I mean, they made some smart business moves, even though a lot of their booking has been trash. But I mean, they they made some smart business moves lately. 
this is the off-topic question, I guess, but uh, does any promotion right now feel like they have some real strong, positive momentum going right now? NXT, WWE. As far as booking, or not booking-wise, but... Is yeah, this in the wise. ring, out of the ring? Uh, in the ring, product-wise, not from uh, a perspective. NXT? NXT, yeah. as, as far as active... What I'm going to be curious about is, you know, next week, I think it's next week, next week or the week after, when Lucha Underground starts back up, to see how they, you know, capitalize on last season. It's been a while now since we've had, you know, new episodes. I know they're airing a marathon tonight to try to get people to get reintroduced, but it's been a while. And, yep. and this season's also a lot shorter. They're filming Ultima Lucha in January. Yeah, and it's way different, of course. Yeah, it's different. There's going to be some different people involved. So, yep. and, and it's supposed to go in more of a sci-fi direction, which, you know, could uh, turn some people off. I don't know. It's going to be interesting how they balance it out. But they they have momentum. It's just a, let's see if it carries over. But those will be the two right now as far as over here. Yep. They have momentum. I actually, I've kind of forgotten about Lucha Underground. So, yeah. And I think they're going to get a lot more press going into this season than they had going on last season. They've got to do better ratings. If they don't do better ratings, then I don't know. It's good. It's, oh, yes. Yeah. I really don't know. I mean, there's there's some stuff going on behind the scenes with AAA and stuff where they're supposed to be talking to some, some people in New York about a TV arrangement, which I don't know if it's going to be AAA or Lucha Underground or whatever. But it's going to be interesting, definitely. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, and I don't think the shorter season is necessarily a bad thing either. No, no, for sure not. It's not. It's definitely good for the wrestlers because they're on their contracts are based on seasons. So let's say they sign a three season contract, that is maybe a year and a half instead of like three years. Yep. But that's to do with Ricochet, you know. Yep. Believe me, I am I'm pretty sure that WWE is drooling to get him in, but he's on that Lucha Underground contract, so they gotta wait. Yeah, and from what I've read, there's gonna be some good good stuff coming down for Lucha Underground this season. Yeah. So I'm actually really excited to see how it plays out on the screen. No spoilers, yeah. but yeah, of course, huh. no spoilers. People are getting upset about these Lucha Underground spoilers. I've never seen. Who anything, knew? I've never seen anything like it in wrestling. I mean, I've seen. I mean, that's like Star Wars type shit. You know, people are getting so upset that Dave, this, you know, announced who was under the Matanza gimmick on, and I could, which is a real thing to get upset about. I think. Yeah, I, I can understand. I went on yes, but another time. I mean, that was a huge, crucial plot point of season one. If you're looking at it like a television show and not a wrestling program, I guess. But they, they didn't. He didn't devolve a plot point. He devolved. Who it is yeah. playing a character? Yeah, and, and 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 I understand where somebody could be upset because they didn't know it going in, but it wasn't that big of a deal to me because I mean it's just a guy under their mask. Yeah, if they if if they had said what said character is going to do this season, yeah, 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 that's yeah. that's a dark pathway, and that's more into your hey, you just ruined Star Wars for me. Go. Eat shit. Yeah, I think yeah. people are just disappointed it's not super porky. Spoilers. <laughs> Way to ruin it. Way to ruin the dream. 
Uh, he couldn't make it down all those steps at the temple, much, you know, without blowing up. The... <laughs> she made it on a plane to get to Alabama a few months ago, from what I understand. Yeah. Did he ever wrestle? Did you ever see that? I know. I told you I wasn't going to the show. It's too far. I didn't know if you had heard anything about it. No, I haven't. in uh, the state. They haven't done any of those shows recently. I know they did a couple of them in a row, and then all of a sudden, nothing's been done since then. Oh, the, that weird promotion in Alabama? North Alabama? Yeah, the one they were doing in Alabama on Saturdays and Tennessee on Sundays. Yeah, they ran like a they ran like a few shows in October, I believe, and then they, they haven't announced anything since. So. Yeah, they brought they brought, they brought Octagon and Porky in. I mean, they were bringing. They bought a, I think they bought Ray Horison at one point. Yeah, yep. And then there was, and then there was that one group out of Memphis that brought in Blue Damon and other people in. Yep. So I, there's a promotion in Atlanta bringing uh, who was it? Phoenix yep. Pentagon Junior. In yeah, March. I hope to be going. I hope to be going to that show. Yeah, Drago, Phoenix, and uh, Pentagon Junior. Yeah, for their anniversary. Nuts. <laughs> yeah, I, ho- I hope to go to that show. Aren't you so lucky? Which that's a I'm fun going show. to Raw in February. So. That's that's, <laughs> that's going to be a fun show because where they have where they have that show at in Gwinnett County, there are a lot of Mexicans up there, and we went to the uh, the Lucha show there in 2004. At the uh, the Gwinnett Arena, where Santo and La Parker had their match, and I mean, it was uh, six thousand people in that building. And this is on a, this is on a show that had, you know, only advertisement they had was basically on radio, and whatever you know, newspapers that was covering it in the you know in that area. But it is six thousand, so there's a lot of uh, a lot of Latinos in that market. So. Uh, when they if they bring in you know Drago Phoenix Pentagon Junior, they already have a built-in crowd, and then you'll bring in people to advertise it right that watch Lucha Underground. So yeah, I'm looking forward to see how that does. My live wrestling has dried up, <laughs> and it makes me really depressed to hear anyone going to anything cool like that. Like well, thank, thank Biff Music. Fucking Biff, just ruining everything. Also, I resent Biff for note for double booking himself on those dates that I was supposed to be watching him twice. Ugh. I'm Maybe in the mood. <laughs> I can't believe we got the Biff AJ match that didn't happen. What are you talking about? Biff AJ was supposed to happen, right? Oh, yes, it was. It may happen in NXT. <laughs> no, I mean, One day. You kid, but uh. speaking Same. of AJ Styles, uh. Uh, Chris Selner possibly maybe going to AJ Styles' last U.S. independent match. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm definitely going. Possibly maybe his last independent match. Yeah, well, no, I, I don't know. He's got a uh, he's got a match book in February against Corey, Corey Hollis. Yep. Um, we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, man, it's a rematch against Jimmy Ray, too. If anybody hasn't seen it, go to uh, hit up Woo Wrestling and uh, Check that out, man. On demand, be on demand. It's well worth your money, however you spend it on that thing. And uh, I, yeah, I'm pumped up, man. Like I said, Frey movement's coming, and the Hales family, Dylan, and his dad, and brothers. So it's gonna be an awesome show. And there's other good stuff on that show. Uh, Glacier and Iceberg team uh, keeping their team going. Uh, hmm. like Georgia Gallagher. Wrestling just got a lot of good stuff this weekend in general. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, AW, AW's been real hot too. In the last yeah. 
Um, I haven't been to any of their shows. So I don't need to get to one of them because they always run on Sunday. And Sunday's just not a good day for me, especially late in the They run late in the afternoon. So it's just not good for me, but I need to get up there. Dylan's You're running uh, Gargano Rave. Sunday. That's right, yeah. yeah Gargano that's Rave be Sunday. Crazy. Then Ciampa's also going to be in Georgia this weekend. So, I yeah. mean, kind of like. Yeah. I described it earlier on Twitter as like an all-star weekend this weekend in Georgia wrestling, but it really is. I mean, like all the big names and you got a few outsiders coming in. I mean, it's going to be really cool. Yeah, and, and, and here, Doc Gallows is working Brad Attitude, which Brad Attitude's a really good worker for North Carolina. He's a Wrestle America champion now. And that's what it should match because with Doc's status, you know, even yep. he, I mean, he is the promoter yeah, of, I mean, of Wrestle America, I mean, which he has, he has support staff too. So if, yeah. if he, you know, if he's away, there, I mean, there's people there that's going to run the show. But or maybe he gets the Lawler deal. I mean, yeah. Well, maybe Russell America will become an NXT satellite territory. Who knows? God, I mean, shit. We have TV already, so so why not? But uh, yeah, it, it, Georgia wrestling is amazing to see how far it's grown in the last calendar year. Yeah, you know. The buzz, man, has just been intense on all between Scenic City Invitational, AWE, Russell America, um, other random stuff that's been going on, man. It's just, it's been wild. And it, it, it feels like the old days when Georgia was the wrestling capital of the world, you know, when shit, there was shows in the state all month, you know, there was a, a monthly omni show or two two in a month and then you had shows in augusta and macon and savannah and columbus and albany and gainesville and all these different t- places there was tv tapings and there's random stuff going on so yeah it feels like 1991 again yeah i mean it's just great for i say this you know i've yet to make it over for a show but i said like it's weird for like that little area in the country getting so much buzz like surrounding like there's so much good wrestling nowadays but like for the southern independent scene in 2016 to be more relevant than it has been in two decades is remarkable to me well what what i think the the big thing about it is is that we have a variety of stuff that goes on here we have we have the you know the name guys come through we also have a lot of local guys that have the local flavor and yep. we have, like, the veteran guys that, you know, the guys that's been around the indie scene for a while. I like Southside Trash here. I mean, these guys have been working the indie scene for well over 15 years, probably close to 20 years, and they have a loyal following. And, I mean, they don't – I mean, their matches are always fun. They're, they're not the best technical match in the world, but they they do good Southern tag team. I mean, it's just we have this – wide variety of stuff that go on, you know, where the uh, Northeast Indian, I'm not sliding Northeast Indians because I love them, but sometimes you can have shows where every match is the same. Yeah. You know, or and, God and forbid, happens, you know, the same match booked on multiple cards throughout a weekend. Or in, you know, West Coast does that stuff too, you know, yeah. the LA stuff. I mean, it happens. And that's one thing, you, you're going to see different matches, you know, on these shows, different styles. So that's what, that's what I think, Places like Georgia has, a, you know, an edge in my eyes over some other places right now. It's just because of the variety. Variety is the spice of life. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely uh, definitely proud that uh, we're back on the map. Yeah. I mean, you can just look at Scenic City last year and look at 
all the variety you got across those two shows. I mean, there wasn't a similar match, you know, throughout the tournament. I mean, it's just crazy how much variety. And those are all, you know, a, a pretty much local guys. I mean, Congo Kong may be a far stretch, you know, far stretch to call a local guy, but uh, yeah, yeah, he, I mean, that, he fits in though. He yeah, fits he fits in. in with that group. And we draw. I know our shows here. We the lowest amount I know of is still over three hundred fans. TNA would kill for three hundred fans. That pay. Oh my god, <laughs> they, yeah. that would be a, a you know a, a celebration if they had a show with three hundred paying fans. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, mean, made, I made the joke when guys like Jared and MVP and Matt Hardy came through here this year, and Ken, even Ken Anderson, you know how excited they were to be in front of fans that actually paid to see them. Yeah, I mean it. It's, it we 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 do good business, and Evolve. God love Evolve. It's one of my favorite groups, but they, you know, they can barely draw a hundred. You know, down there, and they have these great shows, and I feel for them. You know, up here, you know, we're I said no less than three hundred. Yeah, a shot. Just a just wild, really, when you think about it. It's exciting times, exciting times in that region of the country, and. Uh, it's going to be interesting to track their progress throughout the year because more of these promotions are getting in contact with distribution, as in uh, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment going to have their shows up on, if they haven't already, get their shows up on Smart Mark Video. And if they can churn up that production of their shows a little bit quicker, uh, we'll be seeing more of the, their 2016 shows over there, which would be awesome for me, I guess. Oh my lord! What I'm just looking. I'm on Twitter Ready? right now, and I'm looking at. Well, one thing I don't know about yet, I have to find out on. But there is a picture that Cheeseburger just tweeted out of him and Nakamura, that is fantastic. <laughs> Damn it! <No. laughs> While Cheeseburger's wearing a Bruiser Brody shirt, and that just a, sounds like the most Cheeseburger picture. And there's something going on, which I, I haven't found out yet, that uh, Pro Wrestling Insider said that all WrestleMania plans out the window after another major talent injury. And it's elite, so I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out here. Rumor mill says Big Master John. Mm. Oh, see, that explains why okay. it didn't work Raw or SmackDown. There you go. Okay, I see it's John. Although he is still being built or currently still being advertised for multiple shows. The thing about John, John Cena, and I've been at WrestleMania is, is that we re- I mean, nobody knew of what he was going to do anyway. I mean, yeah, they probably had plans in stone, but there wasn't nothing out there that was going on. And he didn't have an angle right now either. Mm-mm. So they're not really. If he was going to get hurt, I guess this was the the best time for him to get to have an injury. Yeah, but so I mean, you also have to look at like some of the rumored matches, and again, they're just rumors. But you know, some of those rumored matches for John at WrestleMania were, you know, kind of crazy. Like, seemed like big marquee matches. Which I mean, you know, it's Cena, so of course it was. But well, I guess somebody new up there. That's yeah, I, I mean, no, at. totally. I mean. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with Cena, you know, potentially not working 
WrestleMania. Or hell, they may just pull an Orton. You know, Orton was out till what mid March last year, and then had the match with Seth. Which, granted, I guess that was already set up. Problem is, I never feel like an injury to the top of the card like that actually means someone gets elevated. It always feels like they're kind of either biding time or <laughs> yeah. they find a way to work around it where you still get a stale option. Yeah, or you have so, guys working, you know, you're showing up two or three times on camera throughout the night. Yeah, yeah, and you just get watered down as much as humanly possible. But, you know, I'm going to hope for the best. WWE's injury list right now is, like, probably the most stacked talent-wise Ever. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good things on there, you know. But you know, Sami Zayn's back. Yeah, uh, it's it's Ami's on his way back. So you know, are they taping NXT tomorrow? That's kind of on topic, I guess, but off topic. Is NXT being taped tomorrow? I know they're taping multiple times this month. I think so. I that mean, don't. Be. I mean, I'm not gonna you know confirm that, but yeah, I would think it is. I would imagine they're the timing. I mean, they're. Aren't they taping all the way to their Mania show? Well, they're this taping one? that. What, they're taping that one show in Orlando uh, at the bigger building. Oh um, yeah, it, uh, you know, like it's the... Central Florida. Yeah, Central Florida's built basketball gym. Yeah, I forgot I about that. So yeah, they're taping there too. Hmm. Yeah, I guess they're going to tape uh, quite a few weeks. I don't know if it's going to be all the way up until Mania, but... Yeah. I just know I've seen some people saying all the way until Mania. Again, I don't know if that's, you know, exaggeration. That doesn't come across well online, you know, but who knows? I mean, maybe they are taping all the way till Dallas, but I'd be surprised. I would be, too. There's too much that can happen. You don't want to yeah. take that far in advance. Look at TNA. Yeah, <laughs> I mean... James Storm comes out last night, says he's been gone for six months, did not miss a single... Did not miss a single episode of television, that's right. (laughs) Uh, Bubba Dudley appearing on both shows, you know, in consecutive weeks. Yep. Uh, Coming out as general manager (laughs) the week before (laughs) he comes out on Raw. Yeah. TNA, everyone. I mean, that's TNA in a nutshell, if I've ever heard it. Oh, yeah, 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 they're a joke. Total joke. When are they putting more episodes in the can? This week, right? Yeah, they're taping. I think they're taping the night, right? I thought they were taping every day this week, and then the live pay view on Friday. I again, I could be be wrong, but that might be true. The one thing I'll say for them is, I think that they need to do this gimmick of taping at casinos because it's an easy way of of drawing fans that are there. And they could be rowdy, get a few drinks in them. Yeah, that's how the. First Global Force show got all those people. The one that'll never make air. Yep. <laughs> yep. Global Force Wrestling is never going to be a t- on television. I can guarantee you that right now. The CM Punk of wrestling promotions. Oh God. He's going to be in the new UFC game. Can't say he's never had a fight. He, well, they got really? that story. He's fighting Mickey Gall, whoever this guy. Sounds like a boxer from the '30s. You know oh, is that a, that storyline uh, Dan is running with. Uh, yeah, that guy. He's on that Dana's uh, little whatever deal he's run on YouTube. That show and the guy's calling out Punk. He's got a one and zero record or whatever. We'll hmm. see. I mean, we'll see. They may need something to you know bump the the ratings on that pay per view card after Ronda leaves. I assume Ronda doesn't have many fights left in her. I assume she's I think, gone 
Prop that's 2. Probably not live. I don't know about that one. That's that's I, tough. I just think she wants to get into entertainment, like, and not have to – because I, I feel like I read an interview. She'll be back. She'll be back. She's going to leave, but she'll be back. I don't I don't think she – I don't think that's going to be for her. I really don't. I think she's going to be a bad host on that show, which that show sucks anyway now, regardless, but – I just oh, I wasn't think. even talking about the Saturday Night Live thing. I just thought she wanted to do oh, I was, yeah, yeah, I was confused there for a second. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm talking about Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I just don't think that's going to work. But yeah. it's, like I said, it's Saturday Night Live, so it's to be expected. But regard, regarding her and fighting, I mean, I, I don't know. I, really, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Yeah. It's just, it's bizarre. And especially, I mean, I don't know. I feel like uh, they were really banking on getting Lesnar last year. So, if she goes back, I think she loses again. So, I mean, the, probably. Oh I, no, I think she's. I think she still has another fight in UFC. I think she's going to fight in the summer, and I think she's going to lose. That's why I think she's going to retire. Yeah, I mean, she's still young enough. She can do all sorts of shit. She's it's, like I, what twenty eight, maybe. Yeah, yeah, and I'm pretty sure she'll either this year or next year she'll be on a WrestleMania. So. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, she has said multiple times she would love to, you know, be a wrestler. Too bad WWE only signs uh, sports entertainers. <laughs> oh god, can you? I can only. That was a Rousey Charlotte match. <laughs> Brutal. My favorite part of the whole WWE dot com article on Nakamura J and Doc and Carl was them mentioning. Shinsuke Nakamura was with Dan, ruled with Daniel Bryan in California for the New Japan JoJo as they were training to be sports entertainers. Oh yeah, that's a <laughs> great I quote. I died. My favorite part to today was going back to the fray thing earlier. They republished the article, but all they added was tidbits about what Balor has tweeted over the last twenty four hours, like all the teases. <laughs> like it was great. I'm like, they also called Prince Devitt an alias, which I thought was a real weird way to put that. <laughs> well, like it's, it it's is. Over spy. I mean, there's been there's been it's some gold on dot com <laughs> between that and you know Thatcher getting a mention last year. Just good stuff. Well, the thing is, dot com is is basically run hands free. I mean, Joey is able to do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. They don't. They they let. They don't bother him. From what I understand, he, he's able to do whatever he wants to do, pretty much. So that's what. That's good for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a sweet gig to have. I mean, doesn't hurt anyone else. I don't think. Yeah. No. Unless it, I mean, imagine. it might it might go too far over the edge where Vince may you know it's like say like, God damn it you know well you know you're getting too far out there you know but you think VinceReads.com. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he reads it, but he could probably see the headlines. You know, whenever he checks his Twitter, whatever rare chance that is. So, I don't know. I mean, it, it is. It, it was fun though to see all that stuff like yesterday. Yeah. So. What's next week going to be like? That's the real question. My real question. I mean, can it get wackier? Oh. Uh... I feel like we haven't peaked yet. I mean, granted, we're six days into the year. I hope we haven't peaked, is what I'm saying. Uh, I'm sure there's some wacky shit to come. 
it's going to be hard to uh, to, to do but, that. I mean, because like I said, Styles and Nakamura are two of the best guys in the world. Oh yeah, it's, it's not that often that you get them in one shot. Yeah, and not to mention, I mean, uh, it was mentioned briefly earlier, but I mean, Lasombra just signed two months ago. Yeah, now you know Zack Saber Jr. is going to be interesting to see what happens with him. Yeah, you know. Granted, he's, I mean, he's still booked out for a while from what I've read. I mean, I think Gabe announced him today for the Dallas shows. So, Well, of all the... You know where else is in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true. No, you're, to- you're totally right. Yeah. It isn't like they're not working together, so... Uh, have Zach work, you know, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal gimmick. <laughs> it would be absurd to have an evolved talent on NXT. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, yeah. That's never happened before, Tanner. Well, let's calm down, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, basically, uh, I, man, I just, I don't know. Uh, I mean, seemingly Gargano Ciampa, I mean, as much as people dislike Gargano, he's a big indie name. Yeah, but, I mean, it's just, they, I don't know who they could get that would be bigger right now. That, oh, that, no, I don't think there's a bigger name than Styles or Nakamura. I mean, it's a big I pull. What I'm Hell, bring in Tanahashi, for... maybe. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. We're looking at the after effects of this. Oh, yeah, New Japan pro- definitely. It's interesting to see how they're going to go from here. I mean, supposedly I assume... promotions are going to be scrambling. Ring of Honor and New Japan in particular. Yeah. Well, uh, well, Ring of, of Honor is going to be wondering what's going to happen next. Well, same thing about Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. I mean, Styles was a guy they used. I mean, definitely. Nakamura was a guy that, you know, they would bring in for special appearances. I mean, they really – this didn't hurt as much as New Japan, actually, oh, no. no doubt. But And see, in Japan, the, the scene over there right now is so weird. I mean, there's there, – I mean, New Japan owns Noah, and then you have All Japan being in their situation. I mean, it's – New Japan doesn't have the guys to depend on that could bring in the, to – to be draws. You know, I made, I made the comment on Twitter the other day that New Japan should just absolve Noah right now and make it one big promotion. Run split crews or whatever you have to do, make one big promotion. I mean, it wouldn't be the dumbest idea. You run, I'm not sure how they're going to build stars. You, you can have one crew run a big, medium-sized venue circuit and then have the other crew run a, the smaller venue circuit. You know? There's ways you could do yeah. it. Yeah. But they, they, they really didn't just go ahead and just put them all together. But they've been trying to build bigger and bigger and bigger. And AJ Styles and Nakamura were kind of linchpins in drawing houses. It's going to be interesting who Nakamura drops that title to. Because he's going to drop title on his way out. I, I'm thinking he's dropping yeah. it to Omega at New Beginning. I mean, well, that would make sense, but one thing that's that's been brought up by Joe Lanza, and he's right on the money on this, is Nakamura's Okada job. Yeah. So, I mean, is what well, have Nakamura Okada at a invasion attack? I mean, well, who? I mean, that's the thing. Who knows when Nakamura's leaving? When his yeah. official date is? Yeah, that's true. Because. Is he still being advertised for the the anniversary show, Ring of Honors? No. I think all those guys are pulled. Oh, shit. Hmm. Yep. That does make things interesting. And New Beginning is mid-February. I don't know. I mean, it'd be real interesting. 
that, that's just such a weird situation. I mean, like, I would have never thought... I mean, Styles, yeah, I, I guess I could have seen coming to NXT. Just, I always thought Nakamura would be the one guy that stayed in New Japan, to be honest. Okay. Outside of Tanahashi. Seeing his injury is the same as Randy Orton's. He's having surgery tomorrow and could be out six to nine months. Ooh. So that puts him out of SummerSlam, too, almost. Yep. Or maybe returning at SummerSlam. Wow. Damn. Tell you what, you're going to have to be throwing some money at Brock here soon. Get him to appear on more shows. Thing is, yeah, but thing is, what has he proven as a draw? Well, <laughs> he was true. on that forum show, and it... What did no. that show do, 6,000? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Brock... Yeah, I guess it gets the right people, yeah. I mean, they've got to figure out the right people. I still say the right match for Brock is Rusev. Oh, I'm... Listen, I, you know, I'm probably one of Roman Reigns' biggest supporters. I, I was all for Rusev winning the Rumble last year and having heel Rusev go against Lesnar for the title. I, I, I still think that's the right call in <laughs> the grand scheme of things. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something that needs to happen. You know, it's, it's a you know, great angle, and you can work with on that and just go from there. So, it rains. Now, rains, I don't know what you would do. With, I mean, rain, I guess Reigns Triple H is going to be the match or whatever, but Rock, nobody knows if he's wrestling or not. Yeah. He's going to be there. Like, how does... Do you really think Reigns Triple H is for the title at Mania? No, Reigns is losing the title Royal Rumble. I thought that's who a does he lose it to now? That's that's a key. I thought that's Cena a... Cena would have been number one or two to win it. I imagine. Uh, ooh, honestly, I mean it's it's it's, it's interesting choice. It's a weird situation. Uh, it, I, I mean, think if it, you have Brock win somebody it, somebody needs to be elevated. Somebody needs to be elevated. Uh, so but you know how you know fans are. Like it would have to be the, you know the fans guy be elevated oh, for it to heel. work right. Not a fade, a heel. Have a heel win. No, like Ru- Rusev or somebody like that. You know, I mean, Rusev would be a good one. I mean, it would kind of be out of nowhere. I mean, he's what been working these, I think, fun tags with Del Rio. But uh, yeah, I mean. I mean, if you're gonna do Rusev and Brock at Mania, you know Brock could beat Rusev and get the title back or whatever, and you know have yep. Brock be champion until SummerSlam. But then, like, like are you really gonna do like none? Of, you know, a lot of your big names being injured and Brock, you know, sporadically appearing on TV up till SummerSlam. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Unless you put uh, put Rusev over Brock. Yeah, and how do you do that? I mean, at this point in Rusev's career, last year it made sense, but how do you do that this year? That's, you know, they, they have to uh, rebuild him, which, you know, they've done better lately. He's he, he's, he's getting back in there. It's yeah, just, yeah, for sure. I don't know. It'd be nice to have Daniel Bryan back, wouldn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine WWE after three years finally just saying, you know what, Bryan? We're giving you the, the Rumble win, buddy. And, and the title. And the title, yeah. I it guess I keep forgetting off. if you win the Rumble, you're winning the title. I, I keep forgetting that. It, it pay off the angle. Because, I mean, I mean, you look at the, they, 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 the authorities making Roman defend the title of the Royal Rumble, and then Daniel Bryan's the one ends up winning the belt. 
I mean, it's a, it's a great payoff to the whole deal. Yeah. It's something they should do. They won't, but it's something they should do. I almost feel like at this point, I don't know. I just, I feel like Brock has to win the Rumble. I don't know if he's booked for the Rumble. Well, I, I think that probably be uh, his phone's been ringing right now. <laughs> I, 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 I read something he's booked for, fa- for fast lane. I, well, he's booked for uh, he's booked for Monday's Raw, so I think we'll find our answer fairly quickly. Yeah, I, I'm really hoping he shows up in Birmingham on February first. I don't know what the odds are of that, but really hoping that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it's. They <laughs> imagine up. imagine doing Brock Taker at Mania for the title. Just. There you go. Oh, they match. can't they can't do Brock and Taker no more. That's done. That's your match. <laughs> you say that. I expect my paycheck in They'll the They'll prove you wrong. <laughs> no, uh they can't they can't do that. No. <laughs> the, 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 the match I've seen was Taker and Kevin Owens. Which See, the match be, I've seen is Taker Cena. Well that was the talk that was that yeah, that was I think what was decided on. But Taker and Owens was like a, a, a talked about Yeah. I mean early. That could be a thing. And then yeah, I, I think Owens Lesnar has also been yeah, a bit. Yeah, their mania plans are all up in the air. Hey, who's to say that Owens isn't going to win the Rumble? I mean, he's a very viable candidate at this point. Is he? With who they have left, yes. He's one of the top guys. Yeah. I, I, mean, would, I have him as a favorite. Yeah, one of the favorites. I don't know. He hasn't had I'm a real clean I'm loss. Not in a, I mean, what? His clean losses are Ambrose, Cena, and Cesaro. His, you know, clean, clean losses. Clean, clean, clean pretty clean. much. I mean, yeah. You, Those are Neville. Do you, do you count Neville? I'm not counting the the roll up that <laughs> Neville had on him. So yeah, I mean, he's up there. I mean, that's the thing. He's up there on the list. Those guys that had. Enough cachet to be to get the Royal Rumble. I don't know. Oh my God, that's just such a uh, what a weird situation. Hell, <laughs> if I'm WWE, I'm like, you know what, Styles, you come on in. We'll give you we'll give you the Rumble win, buddy. Tanner, <laughs> let's not go overboard. I don't know if you've been <laughs> drinking tonight. But I, have not. I don't. I don't like when you go into full fantasy booking mode. You say things. <laughs> And it makes me think, you know, maybe you should settle down. Maybe you should settle down. <laughs> it wouldn't Vince be the most outlandish thing they did. Vince for AJ Styles to walk into the promotion and win the championship. Absolutely. No, absolutely not outlandish at all. <laughs> Vince is going to win. Hell. That seems more likely. Maybe. 70-year-old <laughs> I, I can see Triple H walking out of that. CM Punk's going right to win. God bless. Uh, <laughs> imagine if The Rock comes into the Rumble and wins it. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Set up Rock Roman uh, Mania. Like big it. Dave, we know how we did you dirty last time. But this time, you're going to win the big one. <laughs> <laughs> He's too busy with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I have to imagine at this point. He's rolling in it. He's rolling hey, Goldberg's it. available. Yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> I'm pulling for Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Oh, that that's worked really out so well the last time. Yeah, it's gonna work really well. Listen, this you time. had all those smarks in Madison Square Garden just ready to boo him. 
<laughs> that was a surreal. All moment. those assholes reading dirt sheets in 2004. What a I, I, I'll never forget watching that. Like my goodness, I, this is this is wild. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden there's a referee, and I know what the hell to do. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. I watched that match for the first time in 2012, and I was like, wow, what the what is this? Interesting night that was with uh, you know, all the stuff that happened there. You know, Ben Juan Guerrero winning the belts and that match. Mm. And then The Rock doing a random one-off, not coming yeah. back in eight years. Yeah, it, it was. It seems like it's been so long ago, and it's. I mean, it's been twelve years, but it. I think stuff that happened in the eighties seemed like it wasn't as long as that as stuff that era to me was. I don't know. It's, it's funny how stuff ages differently. You know, watch a 90s ECW, and it ages way worse than watching, say, 80s Crockett. And I, I just don't understand how that happens, but it does. And a lot of 90s stuff in general does that. Yeah. You know, movies, music, it some of that stuff just doesn't, especially music. There's a lot of music that you listen to from the 90s, and you know, wow, this, how was this popular? And then you listen to stuff in the eighties, like okay, it can still hold up today. Yeah, it's just amazing how that works. Yeah, unless you're listening to the Backstreet Boys, you know that's a timeless band. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in a oh, household yeah. with an older sister, so that's kind of my music growing up was Backstreet Boys. So, uh, oh, I remember all the Backdoor Boys jokes that used to be made at their expense. <sighs> <laughs> That's why I wasn't allowed on the computer till last year. It was so natural. <laughs> At the age Back. of 14. <laughs> I had a lot of Backstreet Boy CDs. I, I have friends I now that... Damn proud of still, if, if we're going to talk about that, I, I have friends now that still own quite a few of them. Like Black and Blue or whatever that album was? Sure. What a, what a, what a grand time it was. So, so were you? So, did you prefer BSB or NSYNC? Is that who? Who, would, who is you taking the side of? Oh, Backstreet well, Boys, would, easily. Obviously. Granted, I did have my fair share of NSYNC CDs. <laughs> 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 Not to say NSYNC wasn't good, but you know, was not ninety-eight degrees guy. No. Was not ninety-eight degrees guy. I see. Rich too far. Yes, yeah, Cena confirmed it on Twitter. Yeah, he's going to see. Dr. James Andrews. Shit, that's right across the street from me. I'll go see him. I'll go get the scoops. There you go. I'll be in Birmingham this weekend, maybe. There you go. Yeah. Just Uh, don't stalk him. Yeah, of course not. (laughs) Maybe that's... Have you... I I don't know if uh, Andrews' office has ever uh, leaked online or anywhere, but he has so many pictures in his office of just him with all these athletes. I'm like, wow, what what a great job. Well, yeah, I mean, he's been doing it forever. You know, yeah. I remember. I mean, there is Mid South Television from 1982 that shows Ernie Ladd going to get surgery at Dr. James Andrews. Yeah, 1982. I mean, he, <laughs> he, he's got to be rolling in it. I mean, oh yes, good lord, totally. I can only imagine that's a dream job. That's why it talked me into the medical field. Yeah, Grand there you go. Things. That's it. Thanks, that's wrestling. It. Yeah. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> I'm just what? I'm just gonna let you know, Sam. Almost made yeah. a fatal mistake. Uh, almost played the kazoo into the microphone again. 
I would have been really. <laughs> we doing on a lot of levels. We doing an Edge and Christian tribute gimmick or something there? Well, I got a kazoo for Christmas because I threatened to buy a package of two hundred. No, a package of a thousand kazoos off Amazon if I didn't get a kazoo for Christmas. So I got a kazoo for Christmas. Hmm. And then he played it into the microphone. And I played. Yeah, and last just... week I played it into the microphone and it messed up my audio for about ten minutes, maybe more. I don't know. Maybe more. But last week was a shit show. We had Case Slow and Rob Reed on, so. Just you can listen to that on Wrestling with Words. <laughs> nice, nice, nice of you to bury your guests. <laughs> I, I love them. I, I kid because I love. That's that's why I buried you know Blackstock earlier. It's out of love. It's out of love. I would never bury you, Chris. Well, thank never. you, thank you. Um, I will bury Frey though. <laughs> That's just a shoot. <laughs> Anything else happening in the wonderful world of wrestling? We got some Fantastic Mania announcements. Oh my god, yes. Let's talk about those the cars. Whole yes, yeah, a lot of good stuff on there. Uh, the so Jushin Thunder Liger Virus match is uh, one that sticks out, you know, as being. Dragon one Lee the... Virus, the night before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of good stuff on there, considering the. You know, a lot of the big the, the big names didn't go over like Rush and stuff like that, but uh, Baldor Jr. didn't go over. My so, big names went over. So yeah, I mean Hechicero, Caminario, Virus, a lot of quality workers yep. mixed in, and, and Nakamura's working all the shows, so you know he'll be around. Um, not, I, I think Liger and Virus is the probably the biggest interpromotional match they have. Oh yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like one of the only ones There's, they have. That's what I say. Says it's one of the only ones. Yeah. Atlantis well, tagging up with Juice Robinson throughout the tour is just weird, bizarre. It's amazing. Also, Juice Robinson is getting a rub this tour. Juice Robinson's a guy that's bringing all these people in NXT. What are you talking about? He's been sent over as the mole. <laughs> you know, he is. And Road doesn't know a thing about it and just keeps on is gonna start pushing the brother. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna bring Atlantis over to the NXT next, you watch. <laughs> oh I, man. I think the one interesting note is how Atlantis is uh is facing off against Nido like every night of the tour. Like Dan's working against Inger God Grenoble, so what a fuck. Whatever. You know. Uh, that gotta be something brewing there. Uh I would like to imagine it leads to a Nido Atlantis match somewhere down the line, but who knows. In CML. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. No. Rush has been definite in saying that there's only, you know, four Ingo Banales. Him, Mascara oh five. Him, Mascara, Sombra, Marco, Colleone, and Naito. If anybody else is using that name, then they're not they're not official. So he basically buried uh, Bushi and Evil there saying, by saying that. Bushi and uh, Dorado's having uh, a rematch for that CMLL title. They had a match at one of the uh, last New Japan uh, Kurikan shows, and it was really good. I watched it. Yeah, that's another big one. Yeah, Dorado's good. Like it's a shame what he's been doing in New Japan. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for him to get back in. Yeah. So. Ima- imagine thinking New Japan could use him as badly as CMLL did. Like it's a feat. Yeah. Like, yeah. Worse. I think that was not that's not easy. And Dorado had like every but every time he had like a a remotely high profile match, he always delivered. Like his title match with uh, Omega at uh, Invasion Attack last year, great. Like. Ugh. Makes me mad. 
and there's Jay White and Dragon Lee versus Virus and Hechicera? Yeah, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a goddamn match that's happening in 2016, and I'm not sure this is real life, because that's outrageous. Tell you what, Liker's yeah. gonna, he's gonna lock up a top ten wrestler of the year at this rate. And Kushida's gonna be opposite of Hachisera for a lot of these matches, yep. which I think is bananas. Yeah, that's that's a lot of interesting stuff coming on on that tour. I mean, nothing has been said yet on what's gonna be televised or not, but I would think all the Corican shows would be on. So. I think all the Corkins are confirmed as live. Okay. And I think I read something about the other three shows being on Samurai TV. So I guess those will be the uh, the real hero guys if they don't show up on New Japan World. Oh yes, yes, the, yeah. yeah, it would be all on uh, on their their stuff, no doubt. Yeah, just a the hell of a. I'd listen as long as I get Liger Virus on tape, not clipped. Which I mean, it won't be since it's live. Just that's good shit. Yeah, and I'm glad that match is happening while Liger can still go. So yeah, which granted we've been to, what it's probably been. I wasn't around, but I have to assume people have been saying Liger can still go for almost a decade. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he he, when he he gets motivated when he works over here and works in Mexico. But I mean, there's yeah. stuff in Japan where you could tell where he's you know on cruise control. But uh, and this I, I think he'll be going. Great shit. Yeah, I think he'll be going in that match. Yeah. Had that awesome to be fair, though, I think Liger is a still really fun guy on Cruise Control. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. The funnest Cruise Control wrestler. I wish he was going all uh, over to All Japan to work as a heavy, to be honest. <laughs> well, he's big. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, he's big enough to work as a heavy in All Japan. I'm interesting to see, like, super interested to see how they're going to work that match in Japan. Uh, Liger versus Virus. Uh, it's just... A match that I would definitely have never expected to see, let alone... This year. This year. So, yeah, I'm hyped for a lot of this tour. Teen versus Kevin Ario. Huh. I mean, I, I tell you what, New Japan, between all the shit that's happening right now in New Japan, New Japan has my full attention for the first time in years. For sure. But yeah, because their talent's up in the... Yeah, you don't know what's going on, what's going to happen. Yep. So, I mean... You got my attention, but I mean, granted, I'm one guy, so who cares? But love to see what where they go from here, especially with I mean, Fantasta Fantastica Mania ends the 24th, and I believe the Row Two New Beginning shows start the 30th, which are also more Corican shows. So I guess we'll see which direction they go. Yep. They need to figure something out soon. Yeah, they, yeah, real soon. They got it's issues in Tokyo anyway. Drawing, you know, they got they they definitely got to figure that out. Yeah. What they need to do to get to get do better business there. I think if I read it correctly, didn't technically CMLL do the best in Kirk and Hall last year with the Fantastic Mania shows? Or uh, is that, is that something I made up in my head? Probably. It's up it there. Sound far fetched. It's up there. If it wasn't, if it wasn't the best, it was. I mean, I don't can't think of anything that did more. I really can't. Yeah. What? Huh. 
2016 wrestling has already provided enough banter for a year, so. I know, man. As we're doing this show, you know, the whole Cena shit going yeah, on. Yeah, so. I mean, that I mean that's a huge story that, I mean. Yeah. Especially with just how many injuries have happened in the past, I mean, in the past two months in WWE. I mean, you had Cesaro getting injured, Cena, Orton, Rollins. And then, I mean, you have Cesaro out currently. You have, it's all sports. That's the thing. Every sport's having yeah. this problem now where people are getting injured. And everybody's bigger yeah. and stronger now than they've ever been. Yeah, I mean, just look and, at the NFL this year. Hell, just look at the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy how how many injuries there are in sports now. And yeah. you can say what you want to say about what these guys have been taking in their lives that may attribute to this, but... Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I've never seen it like this before in, yeah. in all sports. No, I mean, hell, even in baseball this year, you saw higher injuries. Just yeah. wild. Yeah, I know. Sam, you got, oh, you got anything I got nothing else. playing on? I got nothing else. No, I think we, we've talked about the moves today, we? We've talked about John Cena now. Talked about Fantastic Mania. Talked about Georgia Wrestling. We talked about all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. We talked about a lot of good stuff. TNA and uh, shitty. Yeah. TNA, the miracle, you know? Yeah. There's a ton of good stuff happening this month. I was going over it today. There's a, I mean, January's one of the most stacked wrestling months for me in recent memory. With a, you got Rev Pro running that big show, uh, headlined by uh, Styles Saber Jr., which I mean, if rumors are correct, that may be AJ Styles' last in- independent match. I mean, and then you know, say what you want about Zack Saber Jr., he could be out the door too. So I mean, that's interesting. And then you got a uh, Fantastic Mania, you got uh, Evolve's Triple Shot. You know, you still got which which has doesn't have that big uh, Chris here, Tommy Hunt versus Zack Saber and Timmy Thatcher yeah. Packers. That's, that's on, a tag match, yeah, brother. That's on night that's one. Match. Night one of the tournament, and you're getting Tommy and Hero versus Thatcher Sabre Jr., which... Sammy Callahan's coming back to Evolve, yep. which I'm excited about personally. Yep. Uh, just so much good stuff right now. And then, uh, like I said, you have Georgia Wrestling pretty much having an all-star weekend, the first weekend of the the year. Like, bananas. Uh, just a, It's a great time to be a fan right now, just with distribution and everything else. Like, just... Like, this is, I mean, when I got in the wrestling scene, you know, eight years ago, I mean, or the online scene and, you know, five years ago, shit like this was unheard of. I mean, especially the New Japan stuff to me is crazy. I mean, New Japan, I don't think people knew. Brother, are you going to, are you going to talk, have a conversation about access of. No, well, no, well, I mean, I'm not even going to try to compare it right now. No, I'm not even going to try to compare it to tape traders because I mean, God bless you. But, like, people now oh, yeah. complaining when New Japan shows aren't adly added up to video on demand. I'm, I was like, it used to take weeks for, like, big shows to show up online. There was a show that didn't show up online until New Japan World became a thing. I mean, two years later. So, I mean, it's just uh, good, a great time to be world. a fan. Yeah. It's a brave new world of wrestling fandom, that's for sure. Yep. And like I said, tape traders, God bless you. I could have never done it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you, yeah. know, you know it was me. a different time and place you, if you follow me on twitter you know I just love throwing money you know up a wild hog's ass but don't know if I could have done it well uh, on that note unless we have anything else to add 
Maybe getting into those Twitter gimmicks, those plugs, wouldn't be a bad idea. So, uh, Chris, do you got anything to plug? All right, let's see here. We have uh, Between the Sheets on uh, every Monday on Place to Be Nation. Uh, the last show dropped uh, a couple days ago with myself and David Bixisman and Rob Naylor talking about uh, December 29th, 1986 through January the 4th, 1987, which is a really fun show. Long show, but fun. Uh, and the last two Exile and Bad Streets that have been released were on Smoky Mountain Wrestling. 92 and 93 on the first one, and 94 on the second one, and we'll be doing a uh, part three sometime before the end of this month. Talking about 1995, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, the end of it. So be on the lookout for that. Um, other shows, I'm you know, planning for the future, so we'll see how that play, plays out. But uh, got a lot of good ideas coming for 2016, so get ready for that. Uh, of course, I you know, definitely was proud that everybody voted for me in the Sheedy Awards. And as we did this show, uh, Place Me Nation tweeted out that I've been nominated for a Thesi, which is Whoa. The, the RSPW Award deal. So, uh, I mean, I guess I'm a nominated for Best Media or something. So, uh, wow. yeah, go check that out. Uh, give you a Wikipedia page. Another RSPW. reward for us, Sam. Another award. <laughs> go, so go check out RSPW on that stuff. I uh, tweeted the link out, so if you follow me on Twitter, at K-R-I-S-Z-E-L-L-N-E-R, then you will uh, see that retweet from uh, from the Place Feed Nation about that. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's what I got going on right now. Uh, other than that, you know, just doing the Lucha Reports uh, three or four times a week. And, uh, of course, the definitive version of that is on Death Valley Driver and the Lucha Libre forum on, on the message board. So, uh, yeah, man, that's all I got going on right now. Man, you're just doing it all, Chris. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know how I have the time to do some of this stuff. Sometimes I'm like, God. I don't know how you have – I like, I think about it sometimes, like – it seems like every week now I'm reading on your Twitter, just recorded a four-hour podcast. I'm like, how? Yeah, we the total cost last Sunday night went almost six hours. Damn. We like, spent an hour yeah. after the show talk, just talking shop. Yeah. In fact, one of the things that we talked about was Carl Anderson going to WWE because we – I mean, I knew about it, you know, the day for the <laughs> Dome show. But, yeah. uh yeah, I mean, just, you know, we, we – I mean, it's funny that Bix – you know, told me today, he's like, you know, we've had complaints lately about the shows being too long. And I said, well, you know, you I want to listen everybody... to it all at once. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so, well, what it is is like one guy, I guess on the figure four board, had posted on there about how he he breaks it up. By the time he, he's able to listen to it, though, another one's dropped, so he gets behind. So, you know, whatever, but. What a first world we, problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> My podcasts yeah. are too long. Ugh. Yeah, we kind of do probably... free content. Ugh. Yeah, we probably need to cut it down a little bit, because sometimes it can go a little, little too long, but... I uh, think you should go longer. <laughs> well, thank you. But, you know, <laughs> got, but, you know, one thing I value about my shows is, is a, you know, free-flowing and stuff like that, you know, and I let people talk, and, uh, well, at least try to, and... Uh, uh, you know, there, there is no link restriction, but hey, we gotta do what we gotta do sometimes. So uh, I can understand where people 
we're coming from on that. So who knows how it, it's going to play out, but we're going to still put out good shows no matter what. Absolutely. And your, your shows are, I think, are very downloadable shows where you have them on your computer or your phone or whatever you have and then find that time to listen to them because they're not going to go out of date. Exactly. They're evergreen. You know, I, I do, uh, it's not a lot of current stuff on there. I've done a few, but it, it, everything is mainly, you know, 80s, 90s, 2000s, whatever. So it's always there. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. you don't you don't have to listen, you know, as soon as it comes out, although I recommend it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, just listen to it when you can. That's, all that That's what got me through uh, finals was my uh, my backlog I had on Exile. Just fucking studied. listen to the shows. That's all that matters. Just listen. Yep. <laughs> okay. So, Tanner, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Tanner1495. Uh, I, you know, that's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, and I just want to say, this, is, this podcast is out there right now for because of wrestling with words they're hosting this and i thank them a ton me and tanner both do yeah and you can go to wrestlingwithwords.com read a bunch of great articles uh as of this moment that i'm reading it al guess has just released his first southern indies weekly yes everyone read that al yeah. does did a great job on that and i love love al guess to death so yeah, yeah. and if there's a guy to do it it's it's al oh god yes he knows what's going on he is definitely in tune with everything Absolutely. He does so much for the Southern Indies that no better guy to write it. Write it. Uh, there's Stardom Year End Climax Review, uh, Ryzen Review. There's just a whole bunch of stuff going on there, and recommend you go into iTunes, subscribing to the Wrestling Words podcast thread feed. Uh, lots of great shows. I know Bill Thompson has a, and uh, Rob have a World of Sport podcast they'll be doing. So, yeah, definitely check that out. Um, and, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Concrete1992. And thanks for listening. Leave a review on the Wrestling Words uh, feed. That'd be great. Yeah, tune in next week.